Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Well, family, I believe that God is going to truly bless you as you gave this morning. And this morning, we're so excited. We have a special guest with us this morning, uh, Pastor Harvey Campbell, um, all the way from America. And he's going to be sharing on the communion um, of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. So this morning, please get ready with your communion cups. Um, get ready for, uh, for communion. We're going to have a, a wonderful time in the presence of God. God bless you. Well, hello, Durban Christian Centre South. Welcome to 2021. It's very exciting for us to be with you here today. This is Pastor Harvey Campbell, breaking the bread of life with you from the city of New Orleans. Of course, my beautiful wife, Pastor Leslie, is right here with me in our studio. And we're so excited to be able to speak some of the patterns and principles of God's word with you today. I want to send, or we want to send, special, loving, heartfelt greetings to your apostle, our dear friend, Johnny, as well as his beautiful wife, Pastor Patricia. For those of you who do not know me, Leslie and I were just overjoyed to be part of the Durban Christian Center for 27 years of our lives. We have so many memories that we shared with your apostle and Pastor Patricia that when we get together, we just talk about all the good things of God and some silly things we did and all the victories that we achieved because of the good Lord that we serve. And here we are today in the beginning part of a new year, literally just a few days in, the very first Sunday of this great opportunity we call life. The message that I'm going to share with you today is called Reset. Reset. Some of us, because of this year that has just closed, literally need to press the reset button in our spiritual walk with God. Why? Well, let's think about 2020. Whatever happened to you in 2020, and some awful and terrible things happened to good and wonderful people in the kingdom of God. Some people have labeled 2020 by the people they had to bury. The tragic loss and death of loved ones during the past year, whatever the cause might be, whether it was a car accident or someone passed away because of COVID, it is a place of deep despair and one that by His grace, God brings us through. Some churches all over the world, our church here in the city of New Orleans, your church there in DCC South, we've had to label the year with some of the things that we've had to bury, that we've had to put on the shelf, projects that we wanted to do, evangelistic crusades that we just had to put aside. For Leslie and I, this has been the first year in more than three decades that we have never traveled internationally to preach the gospel. That hasn't happened to us for years, literally 30 years. So many things shifted in 2020. And here we are now with a tremendous opportunity to push a reset button. And so I'm going to begin in sharing my message today for the next 20 minutes or so. And I'm reading today from the King James Version from the book of Genesis 22, verse 17 and 18. And this is a promise 
that God himself makes to Abraham, who is the father of your faith and the father of my faith. And God says to Abraham that in blessing, I will bless you. That's the first thing we need to note. God promises to bless Abraham. And it continues because the word and is there. And he says, and in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed. So there is a blessing and there's a multiplication. And God continues to say, I will multiply thy seed as the stars are in the heavens and as the sand which is upon the seashore. Just meaning many, millions, millions, in fact, Billions of people will be blessed according to this word. And God continues to Abraham and he says, Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Remember in the kingdom and in the scripture, the word gate means authority, means the place of power. And God says to Abraham that your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And God continues and he says, in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. I want you to know today, DCC South, my dear brothers, my dear sisters, many of you who I know so well, and many of you who have literally watched Leslie and I grow up as from young people in the Lord. And now, of course, we're all a little bit older and hopefully a whole lot wiser. There is so much promise in this scripture. Here is God, not a prophet, not an angel, but God himself making specific promises to our spiritual father, Abraham, the father of our faith. And what amazes me, and this was right in Genesis, right in the beginning, early days of, of our Christian faith being established. And, and from that time all the way through the whole of the Old Testament, God was wanting the people that he was sending Jesus to reach, the Israelites, the Jewish nation, to recognize the prophetic words that were coming out of people like Micah and people like Jeremiah and people like David and people like Isaiah. Because when you look in the Old Testament from this word here, right the way through to the end of the Old Testament, even though we don't hear the name of Jesus being spoken, there are prophecies that Jesus was coming. Oh, there's so many. He's called a star. He's called a son. He's called a seed. Isaiah goes to town on the conversation and prophesies even the work of Calvary, saying that his blood would be shed for the remission of our sins. He paints the picture of the work of the cross as if he'd seen it, but yet it was thousands of years before that would happen. And so right throughout the Old Testament, we hear prophetic words about Jesus. We hear who Jesus is going to be, but yet his name is never mentioned. And then we come to the New Testament. And remember, I'm framing everything today in the concept of reset. What does it mean to reset? What does it mean to position ourselves at the beginning of this year, this first Sunday, getting ready for everything? that God has for us? What does it mean in positioning ourselves intentionally on the foundation of God's word for every promise, every hope, every expectation? Oh, I'm excited about that. And I say again, right now, just put aside how you framed 2020. Paul encourages us. He says, forget those things that are behind you. And some of us literally, maybe even many of us, 
today have to forget so much about what happened in 2020. We have encountered so many all over the world who lost jobs, whose income was greatly devastated, and sadly, some who lost loved ones. But yet we've got to refocus, recenter, look forward to the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And we go back to this scripture in Genesis so we can understand some fundamental things that God was putting in place. Because after all, we stand upon his word. What else will be eternal? It's his word. It's Jesus who is the word. It is he who is going to make the difference in your life and my life. So following on from that scripture, spoken to Abraham by God himself, and he uses the promise about Abraham's seed. It's a fascinating scripture. It's an amazing scripture. And I look at how a whole generation of people missed some important stuff during the Old Testament. And as we roll over into the New Testament, you and I see Jesus everywhere. We can look in the beginnings of the Gospels. I love to look in the Gospel of John. He was known as the Beloved. He was also known as a son of thunder, probably a fiery temperament, but Jesus loved him. And he was one of the closest disciples to Jesus. And he was right there when Jesus talked so much truth. We can look right through the Gospel of John and we hear Jesus saying things like, I am the door. I am the way, the truth, and the life. We see Jesus explaining so much about him being the gateway, not just for you and I, but for everybody, for the whole world to come to a reconciled relationship with the Heavenly Father who created the heavens and the earth in which we live and everything that we know, the sea, the earth, everything, God created it. And in sending his son Jesus, right from the beginning of the new covenant, all the way through to the last book, the book of Revelation, we see Jesus being fully revealed to us. And I want to share with you what the Apostle Paul says, because you might be saying, well, tell me more about the scripture in Genesis, all these promises God made, promises to bless Abraham's seed, promises to do this and promises to do that, promising to multiply, promising to increase. I want to see that in my life in 2021. That's what today's message is all about. Today's message is about understanding the need to, to reset ourselves spiritually so we can say, you know what, God? Yes, it's been a tough year in be, this behind me, but the year ahead is going to be a better year. And this is not like the world does, which is a New Year's Eve message, and we have resolutions, and we bring those into January. No, we are standing on the Word of God today. We are standing on the eternal infallible, uncompromising word. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my words remain forever. So let's look at a scripture together in the New Testament. Paul, you know he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. That's a great accomplishment. And he says this to us in the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 16. This is the New American Standard. Listen to what the Paul says. Paul says, and he's talking about 
what I've just read to you from Genesis. He's talking about the very promises God made to Abraham. And this is key for you and I to understand. Paul says, now the promises were spoken to Abraham and his seed. Paul references his seed. Paul continues. He says, he, meaning God, does not say and to seeds as one would in referring to many, but one would as referring to one and to your seed. And then Paul tells us who that seed is. That is Christ. Here we are throughout the entire old covenant. Never once is the seed of Abraham revealed to be Jesus Christ. We know he is because we understand the prophecies, but it was never revealed until Paul, a long time later, spells it out clearly for us to the Galatians. And he says to them, God does not say and to seeds as one would referring to many, but God says as referring to one to your seed and that seed is Jesus Christ. What does that tell us today? That tells us that the promises God made are literally seated and invested in the Lord Jesus Christ. God said to Abraham, I will multiply your seed. So now from that we realize that Jesus is not just the seed of Abraham, but Jesus is also the seed of multiplication. And that's so important for you and I, because this is the reason we reset where we are when we look forward to the next year or this year ahead of us to 2021 and everything that God has. Three things we must realize. One, Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Yes, Abraham had descendants, his own literal offspring. Yes, anyone who believed the faith that Abraham believed was literally a member of the faith, and he was, as it were in the day, part of the seed of Abraham. And yes, there is the true seed, which the Bible is referring to now, and that true seed is the Lord Jesus Christ. So now, having said that, let me take you quickly to a parable that Jesus talks about and explains in the book of Matthew. This is revealed in Matthew 13. And Jesus tells a story, and we love the parables of Jesus. They've got so much revelation in them. Jesus tells us a story about a certain sower that plants seed in a field. And the story goes on that in the night, a certain enemy came and he planted bad seed. The bad seed was known as weed. And the next day, the servants come to the master and they say, Master, this is what's happened. Should we not just tear everything up and, and, and start again? And Jesus says, no. Jesus says, no, 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 don't do that. He says, let the good seed and the bad seed grow together. So when it's harvest time, it will be easy to tell them apart. And here's what I take from this scripture as Jesus explains this parable to us, that he likens the people in the kingdom to good seed. You and I today, my beloved family of God in DCC South, you and I are the good seed that Jesus is referring to. We are the good seed of the kingdom. And what's important is for you and I that we understand clearly why we are seed. We must understand this today. 
in order to get ourselves to the place of reset where we can begin to demand with fresh faith, new vision, new purpose, and everything that God has for us. We need to understand that we are in the kingdom because at some point you and I invited Jesus to become king in the castle of our lives. He is now Lord and Savior in your life and my life. And according to the word of God, you and I are seed. The field the parable talks about is the world. And you and I are literally to grow up in this world next to people that are not of this kingdom. But they might become of this kingdom because of you. And they might become a part of this kingdom because of me. But it's important for us to realize that we are seed, not because we have life inside this body as we know it, but rather due to our ability to carry the true seed in this body. And church, this is what it's all about. If you were to say to me, Harvey, what is the one thing that is on your heart, in your spirit for the year ahead of us right now, this brand new year that we're beginning today, I want you to know it's about realizing that the true seed, Jesus Christ, the seed of multiplication, the one who is able to bring truth and deliverance lives on the inside of you and lives on the inside of me. And church, it doesn't matter how good 2020 was or how bad 2020 was. What matters is that as we reset, refocus, recommit who we are, the greatest commission that we have, the greatest opportunity that will ever come to us is the one that is right in front of us. To realize no matter how I feel, no matter what I might have lost, no matter how I have framed 2020, Paul explains it this way, and this is my closing scripture today. In Colossians 1, 27, verse 28, he says this, and this is speaking directly to you and I. He says, to them that God has chosen, that's us, to make known among the Gentiles, listen to this, the glorious riches of this mystery. Paul says, the glorious riches of this mystery which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh, I hope you get this today, church. I hope you begin to realize that Christ in you, the hope of glory, this is the way the world is going to change. This is the way your neighbor next to you, above you, below you, in the neighborhood, wherever, this is the place where that person who desperately needs Jesus is going to find him right inside of you. And our greatest purpose is that as we reveal ourselves to the world, they see the seed of Abraham, the true seed, the seed of multiplication, which is Jesus Christ. Oh, I've believed my whole life, church, that the reason God gave us the Bible is to point us back to Jesus. I say to you today, the Bible in and of itself cannot save anybody. But the Bible points us back to the one who does save us, Jesus Christ. I say to you today, the reason God gave us his word written the way we have it is yes, so we can learn patterns and principles, but understand the Bible in and of itself cannot set you free. It cannot set me free. What it does, it points us back to Jesus, the one who sets us free. So today, as I close, 
we have the greatest opportunity in front of us. And that is to realize that in understanding the promises that God made to Abraham, God will bless you. God will multiply Jesus in and through you. And the word says that thy seed will be a blessing to the whole world. That's the purpose of the church. It's your purpose today. It's my purpose today. What an incredible opportunity we have to realize that somebody else's future is in your hands and is in my hands. And I encourage you, however you've labeled 2020, and I do know that some of you today have labeled it by the things you've had to bury. I encourage you to know that let us label this new year, 2021, by the things that God intends to raise from the dead. We're going to share communion together now. Oh, Father, just bless your word, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for everything that you're going to do in and through every person at DCC South in 2021. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for spiritual reset buttons to be pressed everywhere right now. Our prayer, Father, is that you wash us afresh with new vision, fresh oil, fresh fire, realizing that Christ in me, the hope of glory, is what the world needs more than anything else. Take the bread with me if you would. Jesus was with his disciples and he took bread and he broke it. And he said to them, do this as often as you can in remembrance of who I am. And today you and I, thousands of years later, we take this piece of bread and to us it speaks of the body of Christ, which you're a part of and I'm a part of. And it speaks to us about him breaking his body for you and I, for his purpose and our destiny in God the Father. Take it today with your family in Jesus' mighty name. And the Bible teaches us that Jesus likewise took the cup. And he said to his disciples that this represents my blood. And for you and I today, church, this represents everything that Jesus did for us on Calvary. And as we enter this year, it represents everything that the finished work of Calvary will do for you and I. The remission of sins, forgiveness of sins, healing in our bodies, restoration from things that have been lost and stolen and broken. For God is a healing God. He's a restoring God. And when we take this cup today, we're reminded of everything that Jesus has done for us. If you will, with your family, just take this cup today in Jesus' name. Father, bless these emblems, I pray. And Father, I thank you for the power of your word. We're grateful in Jesus' mighty name for this new year that has arrived. 
And Father, I pray an apostolic decree in Jesus' name for new beginnings, for fresh oil, fresh fire, fresh vision. As it were, Lord, let us push that reset button, taking us back to the way you created it to be, putting behind us things that have caused us pain and anguish and looking forward to all that you have for us, Heavenly Father, in this new season. Father, we thank you that we have the promises that you made to Abraham. And we recognize that the true seed, the Lord Jesus lives on the inside of us. And he can multiply himself to the world around us through us. Let us be that vessel. Let us be that tool. Father, bless everybody in the mighty name of Jesus at DCC South. Bring healing to Apostle Johnny and Pastor Tricia and all that are in physical need of your touch. Let miracles be manifested on this first Sunday of this new year. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let me say to each and every one of you, get ready, get ready, get ready. God is going to do wonderful and new and exciting things in the lives of so many in the house. From America to you, we love you with all our hearts. May God bless you richly in Jesus' mighty name. Hello, family. Well, we, I believe each and every one of you were blessed this morning by the powerful word that Pastor Harvey has shared with us on communion. And it was really, really beautiful just being in the presence of God and um, just, you know, remembering what our Lord and Savior Jesus has done for us, the blood he has shed for us. And before you go this morning, I would like to pray with you this morning that... God has brought this message to you this morning because He loves you. The Bible is very clear saying that God is love. And the book of Isaiah says that He, have, he has um, drawn us with His loving kindness. And this morning what God is saying that He wants you to draw closer to Him. He says if you draw draw closer to me, I'll draw closer to you. And some of you might feel that, you know, because of the challenges we've been facing lately during lockdown last year and, you know, the COVID, you know, some, um, some of you might feel that fear has entered your heart and you feel far away from the love of God. But I want to pray with you today and I want to encourage you that the love of God can set you free. The love of God can help you. The Bible says that we all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. That's why we need a Savior, and that Savior's name is Jesus Christ. And Jesus has come to give us life, and life more and abundant. So if that's you this morning, and you feel that you, that you would like to make right with God, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Lord, forgive me for my sins. Wash me with your blood. Lord, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. That Jesus has died for me on the cross. And three days later, he has risen again. And now he's seated on the right-hand side of the Father. And his Holy Spirit is living inside of me. From today, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I turn my back against sin. And I turn towards you, Jesus. Amen and amen.
Well, family, if that's you this morning and you have said that prayer, I want to congratulate you that you are born again. You are newly saved and we are so excited for you. You know, um, at this very moment, there's angels in heaven busy celebrating because of your salvation. And I want to encourage you, if that's you this morning and you've just given your life to Jesus, we would like to hear from you. We want to connect with you. So send us a message on the DCC South uh, Facebook page or our website. We would like to hear with you. Um, hear about your your story we want to pray with you and connect you to the house of god family we trust you are blessed and we hope you have a wonderful week ahead and we got one more thing to say that sunday was great but monday is better god bless you family we trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.